for Kung Fu Panda in the opening stages. He was floored by the trio within a matter of seconds and soon a brutal beatdown began as he was held in a grappling position after being dragged to the mat. The lone fighter was held down by one fighter and numerous punches and hammer fists to the head followed. Do you ever feel like, like we could be living differently? Words Pod. My name is Keon, aka Almighty the DJ. <laughs> and I am Earl Lonnie Hooks. It's very, very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, possibly YouTube. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. How are you, Keon? Man, I'm doing really good actually um really good <laughs> in my mind my body in my spirit um one thing i want to start off with is 2020 did a lot of great things it started this podcast it, <laughs> that's the best that's what? that's a great place to, to start this because people are gonna be like nigga 2020 was devastating <laughs> You're right. You're right. But tell right. us. But tell us. But tell us about the 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 rows that grew out of the concrete. 2020 did a lot of great things. It allowed this podcast to begin and flourish. It also <clears throat> allowed a lot of people some time to spend with their families and be with themselves. One thing it also did was spoiled the shit out of me, because I'm going back to work and I'm just like, I, I wish don't want to do this. I wish. I hate to say, I wish that... Bunch of losers out here waking up every morning, going to work. I wish that it... I wish I didn't have to stop working because now going back to work, I'm just like, this sucks. No motivation. Why are we doing this? Like, this (laughs) sucks. Now you're you're questioning the whole existence of of jobs the way that we do them. You know, and I was thinking about it too. I was thinking about it and I'm just like, well, I guess, I mean, I... People got to work. They got to have jobs. <laughs> Look, you coming. Like the, you really yeah, thinking that's how it through. We, that's how we, you know, the. I mean, what would the economy be if we weren't working? You know? <laughs> okay. Like, okay. But do we got to work as hard? Like, I know they're testing out four-day work weeks in other, other countries, and it's working out really well. And, you know, I'm just like, like, how can we lessen the load? No. Whoa. How can we lessen <laughs> the load? Like, it's just it's not you tight. you you have to do that see this is this is the issue here because you have to do that on your own right like i did that i walked into work one day after quarantine it was a shit show things were terrible there was not as many people on deck as needed to be right because they fired half the people right and you're just in there and you're embarrassed to do your job because you're not set up for success mm. you don't have the tools but yet you're the person you're the first person people see. Right. You're the only person that people see. You're the only person that people can come can complain to. Mm-hmm. But yet you're not given the tools. So it's embarrassing being in that position. Mm-hmm. So then I go to my fucking boss. I'm like, dude, I'm not doing this anymore. Are you? I'm not doing this anymore. Are you technically part time, full time? Indeed, I'm technically part time. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. I can't. Okay. I can't do this anymore. I, I can't. I can't come here five, six days out of the week. And, and dislike what I what I do like I can't I can't like quarantine has showed me that like I can't live and I already had a sense of that before mm-hmm. I can't come in here and just do something I don't like I, I can't do it mm-hmm. now now it's 
it, what's funny is things get much better when you don't have when you're not obligated to do them right. as much. Right. So now that I go to work as much as I do now, it's not really nearly as bad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that. But you have to do that. You know, and, and keep in mind that con- see the thing is, and this is people's issue. All the Hispanics are taking their jobs. Listen, look, well, just, listen, because you don't, because well, listen, just you don't just want to set the record straight. You I have never said that, right, right. But listen, <laughs> but if you don't want the job, yeah, or you want to say, hey, listen, man, there's got to be a way to dial it back. Yeah, three days a week. Four, three, let's do three days a week. I guess, would, but guess what? what? Somebody else is like, I'll work ten. Yeah. <laughs> the accent. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> What that accent was, <laughs> but, but I will work every day, every day that this other person doesn't want to, and I'll pick it up. I'll learn fast. I'll get it done. Yo, you know what, Earl? This is why you can't work as much as you want to because there's someone out there willing to take those hours and do what you did not do with them. God, this is the this is the highlight of my day right now. Me, us, just laughing about this shit because I wasn't laughing at work today. <laughs> But us laughing about this right now, this is great. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very rarely one of the issues that I seem to have, and, yeah. and this is this has come up, but when you spend time around people and they don't see things this way mm-hmm. and they get to know the real you, it, it can cause a rift in moments. I'm the type of person that can be in the moment. I f- this is pretty much, I guess, what just comedians do. I can be in the moment. Mm-hmm. Something seemingly bad happens. Right. Yeah. That would be you at work today. We're right. dealing with whatever the fuck it is you're dealing with. Yeah. It's not fun at the moment. Right. I am. I'm kind of like far removed enough from the situation, even if I'm in the situation, mm-hmm. to realize what it looks like on the outside. Right. And a lot of the times, there's very, very, very much comedy in most of the things that's going on, and I'm sort of looking in the future and I know that it's one of those moments you would say to someone man a week from now two months from now whatever you're gonna laugh at it Mm -hmm. you're gonna laugh at it I just happen to be able to see that now so I'm laughing and maybe it's not the best because you're not laughing yet (laughs) but I can see that it's already funny are you a human foreshadow yeah that's exactly what's happening like I'm I'm foreshadowing the the way you're going to laugh once you finally get over this right and so that's that's kind of where I'm at. So you were dealing with this today. You didn't like it. You hated your job. You were wondering why you work so much, why we work so much, contemplating how you're going to l- work less but make as much money. <laughs> and how did that go for you? <laughs> uh, you know what? Honestly, thinking about that type of shit too much just makes things more stressful. Um, See, and that's and, and they know that about you. Yeah. And they're like, listen, what else are you going to do? <laughs> What else are you going to do? Yeah, you can go ahead. This is the way the system's built, buddy. Like, we know you're not going anywhere. So, real quick, I'm going to give an update on what I talked about last time. Please. Oh, my God. I was hoping this was going to happen. I mean, it's not super crazy, but some things are going to be pointed out that we're going to be like, hmm. So, I already told you about that guy that they think they want me to take the place of. They still don't know. He stormed out last Thursday. Nobody's seen him since. He hasn't been back. So they didn't. Okay. But all right, let's slow this down. Because what I think you left the listeners with was you were called in to a meeting. Yeah. It was his day off. Yes. 
So this is already a, a shady clandestine meeting, okay, <laughs> amongst everybody that's going to overthrow this gentleman. <laughs> You're a part of this meeting. Why they, though? They're telling you. I didn't you, ask for this. N- no, but I mean, but I mean, you want the money, right? Like, I mean, you're you're there. I'm there. You're an employee. They see the glimmer in your eye. You want to rise to the top. Like they see the ambition in you, <laughs> and they see that you're willing to knock this guy over to the side to do so. I don't think I have a choice. So, or, or you're out on the street too, is what you're saying? Not necessarily. Like but you can't. You don't think you can like, say, "Hey, can I just keep my position because I don't feel so good about?" Well, I was never guaranteed to go to where I thought I was going to go in the first place. I applied, and they told me you could end up at very different. A, another location right. that you didn't necessarily apply for. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. So I, either I still way, don't know. where you were left at is yeah. you guys had a meeting. They were talking about getting him the fuck out of here. Yeah. You were like, totally, let's do it. <laughs> Implicitly, because you didn't, okay, you didn't deny that. So it's kind of like, yeah, let's go ahead and get that out of the way. I, I said, Look, I'm a nigga here. <laughs> you didn't say that. I just got to. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> what did you? So what did you say? I said. I, I basically told him I'm with whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm with whatever. But I didn't say. And oh if, yeah, get that nigga out of here. And like, if <laughs> and if by any means, what whatever by by any chance, whatever mm-hmm. with whatever means getting him up out of here, I'm with that. You guys just handle it on your side. Do, okay. it, do whatever okay. it is you guys need to do, and I'm willing to walk up and take the reins after he leaves. Yeah. Then the next day or a couple of days later. Yeah, like two days later. He comes in. Yeah. And he's taken to the back for a meeting. For a meeting. With the same two people. With the same two people you yes. had a meeting with. Yes. He leaves. 20 minutes? How long is the meeting? No, the meeting was probably maybe an hour after his meeting. It was a, right, right, right. But how long? How oh, long? How was, long, was how long he did he there? spend? Oh, in, he was back there that for at least 30, 40 minutes. 30, 40 minutes. That's yeah. a long talk. Lo- longer than my meeting. He comes out. Now I told you, or I was at least thinking, maybe I didn't tell you, but he came out. You asked him, and see, this is even where you just asked him to, because you were part of the Illuminati. You're, yeah, you're, Illuminati. You're, you're, you're a part of this company's Illuminati. Okay. Okay. As far as he's concerned, because you were conspiring unwillingly. <laughs> it's what everyone in Illuminati says. <laughs> so you ask him how to go. I see. I didn't even say it. Like <laughs> that. I didn't even say it like that. Wait, what did you, what, what did you I say? Was, I was just like, I was like, I was like, I was like, how did everything go back there? Oh, that's, oh my god! I was <laughs> like, how would it go? <laughs> All right. To which, to which he says, good, went good. And when he said that, I, I, I was a little taken aback because I was just like. Okay. I when you said that he said it like that, yeah. I thought he was lying to you. He Immediately, was. he yeah, was lying. I, I know, but when you said taken aback, as if oh wow, it went well. Like oh, I didn't expect well, no, that. No, more so. Oh wow, that's not what I was expecting. But I wasn't. I I also wasn't expecting him to come out there and be like, "Man, these niggas trying to get me out of here." Like I wasn't expecting that. Well, fast forward. You, they now call a meeting at the end of the day. Yes, like a little post shift meeting. Yeah, with like all the all of management within the building. Yes, which is a lot of. Yeah, it's like uh, see, it's not all. Not everyone is always there. They at least like to have a few people in the building. But it was probably like 
four of us back there. Okay. All right. That's not bad. That's not as bad. Still super funny story. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Especially when you get onto the text messages afterwards, to be honest, because that's the, that's, I don't know how you looked at it because I have a favorite part of all this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he leaves, he tells you everything's been fine. You guys are now brought into this meeting and what ensues here from your perspective? What, what takes place here? <laughs> so we go back there and everybody like we're all in the back. The operations manager is trying to hand out next week's schedules and everything. Okay. Forward and, thinking. Yeah. And she tries to hand one to him and he's like, I'm not even thinking about that right now. Okay. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even trying to, I'm not even trying to see that right now. Cause like this, like there was no, there was no sightings of anger or anything like that immediately after his meeting. Right. But I could tell as soon as he sat down, he was about to tear this shit apart. Yeah. That's because he was just, he had to calm down enough to let the wheels spin mm-hmm. so he could figure out exactly how he was going to murder everybody mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. Which is why, by the way, when you said that he did eventually storm out, and we'll get to that part, that if he came, if you saw him for any reason mm-hmm. storming back <laughs> to the store that you needed to leave, you guys have a back you can leave out of? Yes. You do that. But. <laughs> like a fire exit? Like, use that. Yeah. I'm, seriously. And then yeah. just, just take a lap around however long it takes you to get back to the store. I'm because, gonna have to. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to. Just for any you any reason you hear any ruckus, <laughs> anything going on, then you don't have to go back. But mm-hmm. if not, then it's like, okay, I just took a little walk mm-hmm. and came back. But just out of precaution, mm-hmm. I we come on here, we make jokes about it. Mm-hmm. Shit is crazy out here. Oh no, I had to do training on like, you know, mass shootings, all that type. Like I had to do training on that, on what to do if something like that happens. What is your role? What are you supposed to do? And what are am I you, supposed to do? What are you, yes? I'm what is to save your, my fucking life? Oh, so it has nothing. You're not supposed to no, be I'm the leader of anyone. <laughs> hey, everybody! Like, no, that's not. Okay, what I, I didn't no. know if you were supposed to like gather the class and go sit them down somewhere. No, in a these room aren't a bunch of kids. Lock the door. No, these aren't a bunch of kids. So, we, what do they say to do? They say to get to like a room with a closed door, blockade it with some shit. Or run, or if you wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. If you have access to an exit, and so let's and so let's go down this for a second. Okay, shooting starts. Yeah. Okay. In the in the food court, I don't know how far you away, but it's very quickly, hasteningly getting to your store. All the ruckus, the screams, the shouts, all this sort of stuff. People running around. Shots are happening. You can't get you can't get to the to the back door. There's something in the way. Is is it? I don't know. You guys got a lot of shipment that day. Somebody's bright idea was to put him in front of the, the fire emergency exit. You can't get there for some reason. You find a door. You shut the door. You do what they told you to do. You barricade it. Yep. You hear the shooting. You hear the screaming. People start knocking on the door. You're going to ask me. Keon, let me in the door, Keon. It's madness out here. Keon, please. Keon, have a heart, please. Keon, 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 please, help us. He's here. Keon, the door. What what did what did we do, Keon? Because you're following protocol. You said that you're supposed to go in there. You're supposed to lock the door. You're supposed to barricade it. There's nothing in the training for that. See, and that's an issue. 
Be, that is a question. That's the very first question that came to my mind, and that's a question I would ask during training. Well, what does save myself really mean here? Does that mean that if I get in this this room before you do, and I lock this, it's a lot of rooms in here. Better find another one. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't know what I don't. I don't. I I actually have no idea what I'm going to do. Other right. other than find the closest exit, I really don't know what's going to happen after that. I've taken us off course, <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah. So you're at the meeting with the guy. Yeah. Okay. He respectfully declines next week's schedule. <laughs> says that he's not worried about it. He's not thinking about that. Yeah. Tell us what is on his mind at that time. <laughs> he's worried about being called too aggressive, too hostile within the vicinity of his peers. Okay, too aggressive, too hostile. Yes. Okay. He's want he's wanting to know that, you know, well, I'm just trying to hold people accountable. Doesn't seem like anybody else is doing it. Right. So, but if I do that, I'm too aggressive. Right. So, who's going to do it? Who's going to correct these bad behaviors? Mhm. What are we going to do about that? Right. Clearly, or are you telling me not to? Basically. Yeah. Basically. Which, by the way, I've heard about this in the public school system just recently in life, mm-hmm. relatively recently in life. You try mm-hmm. to do, you try to reprimand the child for some bullshit that they're doing or whatever, and p- parents go crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's really like these these kids are coddled; like they can really walk around the schools and yeah. do whatever they want to. Yeah. And and if they just say anything about mental health, like I'm t- I'm taking I'm taking mental health. But I think that that's what it was. I heard. Somewhere, oh, maybe not this county, but the next one over, some kid was telling me about how you could just say, "Well, I'm taking a mental health walk, like I'm I'm get I'm walking, I'm I'm taking a walk, I'm going in, I'm getting out of class." And That's I'm taking a slippery a walk. slope. What? That's a slippery slope. Got kids. These are kids. Do you know what I would have done? How I would have taken advantage? Yeah, of, of course, a, of mental health breaks. Of course, I would have had one in, in every other class. I. What you wouldn't have came back? I would. I would have been underneath the stairwell trying to finger a girl. Let's that's go. what. That's what. Meet me for a mental health break under the steps at twelve forty. You never had the type of relationship with a girl in high school where you texted them and you guys got out of class at the same time to go do some nasty stuff somewhere. I didn't have any type of sexual relations inside of the school. If that's what you're asking me. I mean, back then, you know, they're just like like hot makeout sessions. Uh, you never, nope, you never took that. a break I, to go have a hot makeout session class, under, under the mate, I, under the stairwell somewhere, not in the middle of class while the teacher is. Well, teaching. no, no, I get that. I'm saying I didn't leave class to do it. Maybe um, in the hallways in between classes, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. But I didn't leave class to yeah. do that. Okay. Anyway, so this guy again, <laughs> he's being told that he's too aggressive yeah. because he's trying to whip his soldiers into shape and get some stuff done. Pretty much. And you said that you, I mean, you work closely with him. Yeah. That your idea of him, you said to me the word militant. He, yeah, it can it can seem a little militant. You know what I'm okay. saying? It can, it can seem a little aggressive. If, if I had anything to say, I would say maybe he changes his re- approach. You can, you can hold people accountable without treating them like they're not adults. Okay. So that's where you're at with it. You felt like he was a bit condescending. Um... 
I, I don't know if I want to go as far as condescending, but he definitely a, a hard ass. Like, okay. Like, I don't come here for this. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like, he came he, there and said, listen, y'all need me. Y'all don't even know how much y'all need me in here. Basically. I'm the real leadership doing the real work while you guys are sitting off to the side, allowing these people to come run cry to you so you can come back and tell me what they said. Basically. Okay. And then after that, I mean, he was in there. He wasn't letting, like once it came to his time to speak, he wasn't letting anybody get a word out about nothing. He he said all his piece. Um, you know, he was like, you know, like, so the big boss was like, Oh, you know, we can, we can, we can talk about it later. We can, you know, we can go, we can, we can have a conversation about it in the office. I can see that you're still frustrated, blah, blah, blah. And he's all, I mean, when we were just in there, you know, you, you, you wasn't, you wasn't saying all that. You was you know what I'm saying? You wasn't, you wasn't, you know, it was like that. It was like that. Ah, anytime an argument is taking place and somebody pulls their reference point from a conversation that just took place (laughs) somewhere else. They mean business. Like, yeah. they mean to, like, no, we're going we gonna to keep it real here. Yeah. Like, fuck that. Yeah. What were you just telling me in the office yeah. over there? And, and remember Bring told, that same energy. Remember I told you there was a second manager that was in there during the conversation. Yeah. He was talking about, he was like, yeah, you know, blah, 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 owes me an apology. Like, oh, that type of yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're doing, that type you're doing of a lot. He leaves. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say anything to anyone. He just walks well, out. Well, no, he... he I'm sure, I think he said something to at least one person. I wasn't one of them. He never took the schedule for the next week. That's a big part of this because no matter how upset you are, if you plan on continuing to work there, you're going to, you know, just angrily pick up the schedule, (laughs) but you're going to pick up the schedule and then leave. He did not do that. Yeah. Now, I don't know what you think the next part of this is. I'm going to read just a little bit. All right. All right. Um, just just what makes sense here. Just what's funny to me. All right. Because he you get a text message mm-hmm. from a group. In a in a group. Chat. In a group. Yeah. Telling you about the management meeting. Right. That is to to take place that day. Yeah. That wasn't from him. That was from the big boss. Right, right, right. Exactly. To which he replies, I'll bring in a doctor's note. Yep. You guys would have been no, better no, 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 off. No, no, no. Hold on. So that... That first text about the meeting right. came that morning before, even before his meeting. I see it came at 923 a.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the text message that you're about to read came after the meeting where he aired shit out. Uh, yes, that would this make sense. No, no of course, that would make sense because okay. he says, you guys would have been better off just letting me go. Right. I'm sending this in a group message so that my team is not caught off guard. I will be the best I can possibly be. And I don't even know if he meant to do this or not. But I see hashtag see you guys at the top. Did he meant to put did, I don't know. A lot of it the, just I didn't really understand. I'm just like some of it seemed like it seemed like messages from two different people. Yeah, this like, is it's really incoherent. Like yeah. he's really rageful. Yeah. Which is why the next part is in all caps. Yeah. And this was the fun this is the funniest part to me. Okay. And consider you guys my number one competition. Yep. I'm going to sell circles around this district. Yep. Nothing else needs to be read from that. (laughs) 
nigga, bro, do this, you understand? This nigga is a villain. Yeah, he is, but 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 a dumb one. <laughs> do you know how funny that is? It's hilarious. I'm going to sell circles around this district. You think you're going to go to a different branch <laughs> and sell so much product <laughs> that it's going to do what? Put the other ones on their heels? Like you're going to put other people out of like, business with, with, with how much product you're selling? You really think like that, like you're that gr- Bro, that is hilarious to say. That is hilarious beef. That is hilarious beef to have. It ain't beef for me. Oh, my God. No, yes, it is. By affiliation. See, Are you, you kidding I, me? I did not want. It's none. not about what. It's about a narrative. It's about the way that the story plays out in his mind. All he knows is that he started with you. He was, he was around you. He was doing his thing. You were around him. You taking meetings with the people. <laughs> He, well, I'm he, supposed to do not he, take the meeting? He feels, he feels a certain way. He leaves. Now he's saying that this is the number one competition for him. He comes back just to scope it out one day. He sees you with the tag on, <laughs> with his shirt on. His, his, <laughs> with his shirt on, okay? <laughs> his tag, his title. Oh, what man. else is he to think? You, you are, you are he, his enemy. He's the one to th- he is to think that I trained in that location and that I was just a fit for there. Maybe. Maybe. But that's hilarious. To it me. is hilarious. So that's what now, you got going on. Now, now watch me give him a little credit. Okay. So this happened, I think, last Thursday. And I haven't seen him since. I think he did call a couple days ago just to let people know that he would not be returning this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to say... People are already starting to slip in there. Mm. I'm starting to see some different behavior. I get, listen, I gave him his credit when you told me about this in the first place. Mm. I said, it sounds like he's trying to run a tight ship. Now, people are always going to be upset at that. Mm -hmm. But I bet you some stuff starts falling apart once he walks out of there. Some things. Don't let him put y'all out of business, man. I've already seen some behaviors change. And I'm just like, okay. Cause now I'm in this situation. Now I'm here. You know what I'm saying? And I just I gotta just step into those shoes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we already know that like I'm I get the job done, but I'm not uh, I'm not aggressive not, like not him. him. And keep in mind that I believe he said what you guys call aggressive, I call passionate. Yes. See, he, y'all y'all misread y'all misread this no, hold passion. On, hold on, I didn't misread shit. <laughs> they misread it. I didn't mystery nothing. <laughs> they misread his pet. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm already seeing some stuff some some stuff slipping. Like I um I was working today and it was this it was this this girl up at the front, you know what I'm saying? Chilling, you know, when they're not doing anything, maybe they're doing something on their phone. <clears throat> Nobody's ever really tripping about that. I think it's against policy, but nobody ever really says anything. Okay. But then I go up and I see this laptop, and I'm just like, what is this? Like, what's this doing back here? Like, what's going on? You know, it was just a random laptop. You know what I'm saying? Something that didn't belong in the store. And I'm like, what is this? The girl turns around. She's like, oh, that's mine. And I was like, okay. And I just left it at that. Went over, decided to have a conversation with one of the other managers that was working that day. I was like, yo, does does she usually like just be having the laptop over there? Is that 
like, is that okay with y'all? Like, what's going on? Okay. And she responds and she's like, oh, well, you know, honestly, like, this is my first time ever seeing her do that. And I'm just thinking in my head, oh, I wonder what changed. And I'm just like, okay, I mean, she doesn't seem to be using it, but I, I still don't understand what the point of it being up there is. Right. Because there's nothing that she has to do on there that has anything to do with her job. Right. And she was like, oh, yeah, I mean, she, she, you know, she said she had, like, a really important class at, like, <clears throat> 1 o'clock, and she needed to finish up an assignment. And, you know, she was like, you know, I'm... You know, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really, you know, she doesn't seem like she's really been on it or anything. And I'm just like, she is clocked in. Like, I don't, we, uh, she, she'd be up here, up there typing up a research paper. Oh, oh, she is clocked in. You, you starting to sound a little aggressive. <laughs> Look, does it, does it bother you at all that this guy that was doing his job, even though you said he was a hard ass, Clearly was trying to get the stuff done. How do you feel stepping into those shoes? Do you feel like maybe you don't have the wiggle room to be so productive? Honestly, I think that I'm going to have to reach deep inside me and find a side of me that is never really on display. Mm. Um, I'm going to have to try my best Mm. to just step my game up, not be aggressive, but just make sure that people are also taking me seriously. Yeah. Because I don't want to be the change that was the downfall. You do not want to be the substitute teacher. No. The substitute teacher, I probably have seen one time get respect. Yeah. (laughs) No one, no one phones out people throwing pieces of paper. Yeah. That's wild. Throwing. And I, I mean, I may have, I've definitely been the person. Throwing pieces of paper at the teacher. That's crazy. That's that's writing things up on the chalkboard. That's crazy. You like you under it's mad like, bro, like that is just mad like, bro, that's very, very disrespectful. Like, bro, come on. I'm trying to teach, bro. Like, yeah. Come on, man. That's I'm trying to help you out. What are you doing? That's crazy. Yeah, so you don't um, want to be that guy. So no, I don't want to be that guy. And I'm like, I'm also just thinking like, you know, I'm wondering, like, I'm asking her, I was like, you know, does does the big boss know anything about this? Like, is this weird? And, you know, she responds and she's like, uh, I'm not really sure. And I'm like, okay, all right. And, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, hmm, you know what? The big boss kind of just be in the office a lot. Doing, that's right. Doing big boss things like letting the little bosses go do that. Listen, you don't get to that level because you want to work more. But the thing the thing for me is is I feel as if there should also be a little bit of floor presence. How for many that one thousand and I believe you. How many managers are there? Underneath him. Underneath him? Um let me see. Four. Exactly. But the thing is, is the one that they're trying to replace me with, he's the on, he's the only one of them that was like on his shit, getting people together. You know what I'm saying? That's not, the, what, that's not what they want. The, well, I need to reassess what the hell they want. I'm No, I already, I already the manager. That was, would have been a conversation that I would have had when I realized that they kicked them out for what they kicked them out for. I would have just, hey, listen, no. guys, I'm just a little curious here. What is it that he's doing specifically just so I don't, like, could you let me in? Mm-hmm. I don't care about the gossip part. 
I just want to make sure that I don't go down the same road doing the same thing he was doing. And now I end up with the next person in here having a meeting with you guys about me. <laughs> like, I don't. Well, here's my thing. The manager I was talking to today about the whole, uh, the whole laptop thing, I told her, I was like, you know, if they decide to actually put me here permanently, I'm definitely going to have to have a conversation with him about some of the things that I'm seeing and witnessing, you know, since the old guy has been gone. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to have to be a conversation that needs to be had because I'm going to need to have some backup on some of, on some of this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to need you to back me up because, like you just said, when thing, if things start slipping, mm-hmm. I don't want nobody coming in here. Want, oh, what, what's, Ke- what's going on with Kia? Yeah. What's going on over there? Yeah, feeling like, safe enough to have your whole laptop out at work. Yeah, yeah like that's yeah. You like, def- you definitely feel pretty pretty. Like you need to do that homework at home. <laughs> homework, home, home, homework. Not work, work, homework. Right. <laughs> you have work to do here yeah. at work. Yeah. <laughs> work, work. Yeah. So work, 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 work. That's 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 what happened today. That's, that's what's been going on the last couple of days. And the saga is still not over, to be honest with you. No, but, of course not. So no, this, no, is, this I is might, just the beginning. I might have a part three next week. We'll see. <laughs> uh, let's let's get on to some other stuff. We have All a right. we have a lot of. I, okay, I, I kind of want to the sports thing because I feel like you have some sports stuff you yeah, like. Yeah, I have, about, yeah, I have a couple of things, right? Say. And and I feel like we, I'm gonna have to get into that with you a little bit because I also have some sports like things that I like to talk to you about, which is I know. I don't ever talk about those interesting. things. Interesting. But it's it's more it's not really about technique or any of that or any of the no interesting fundamentals. stuff. It's just la- it's just laughing at people. All right. <laughs> Simply laughing at people. So would you like to go on to our music segment before that? Uh yeah. What would you like to do? Okay, well, you want to do this for a second? All right. Listen, th- this is this is the thing. You came in here months ago uh-huh. because the, the because the state of Maryland passed the law. Someone went through legislation that was like, listen, all you rappers that love nothing more than incriminating yourselves in songs um, because you are actually out here committing these crimes uh-huh. and rapping about them, uh, we're going to now use your lyrics against you in the court of law. We're going to use the, 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 the guns you're talking about, the caliber bullets that you're talking about, the street names that you did it on, who was there, all your friends. We're going we're gonna to take all those things, mm-hmm. we're gonna, and they're now admissible in court. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one. Or permissible in court. Uh, so I got one. So we decided we we're going to bring this back yeah. and, and read some more lyrics that would definitely incriminate some people if yes. they decided to go, if they were caught up in any sort of mm-hmm. buffoonery mm-hmm. and got taken to court for it. Uh, I'm going to allow you to go first because yours is going to be exactly that. I ended up by the way, this episode is brought to us by spontaneous <laughs> coming or resulting from a natural impulse or tendency without effort or premeditation, natural and unconstrained, unplanned, arising from internal forces or causes independent of external agencies, growing naturally or without cultivation as plants and fruits produced by natural process. Yours are going to be more so about that. This this little verse that I want to talk about definitely has some some lyrics uh, that are inflammatory. Has some lyrics that are certainly violent, but it's more so just the absurdity of the of 
the verse in, in and of itself. Mm. And I was listening to it, and I thought, wow, it's just, wow, it just, it blows my mind that this is heavy what people listen to, not just something I'm going to throw on at the gym, but I heavily listen to this type of thing. Fuck it, I'm going first. Okay. <laughs> I got to. I got to. Um, so for some reason, I, I mean, I was kind of, salute. I was kind Gracias. of um, <laughs> inspired by you. Really? So I, I, I tried to find some young thug. Okay. Slime Language 2. Okay. This is, this is new. This is a 2021 drop, yeah. correct? What right? song? Um, Mob Ties Remix. Okay. By the way, this mother, this 31 songs. That's a lot. So it is a deluxe, it does say. It's very deluxe. Okay. I didn't listen to the deluxe. <laughs> it's very, very deluxe. Probably why I don't recognize that song. Um. Okay. So we're just going to go straight to Mob Ties. All right. Remix, by the way, has nothing to do with Drake. <laughs> so, <laughs> just this, this mob ties. This has nothing to do with Drake at all. Um, where do we start here? So you have uh, twenty four heavy. That's a, this is a gentleman's name, Future, which we all know, Unfunk, and YTB Trench. <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about any of these <laughs> people. One, what, well, a lot of what goes into this, and I've realized with with rap music, especially today, is rap music has gotten to the point where we have we have talked about killing people for so long and, and harming people of all different sorts of people in your family. Everybody, your grandma can die, your son can die, everyone can die. <laughs> that that still has to be upheld. What did Fifty say about about? Uh... Oh, I get tired of looking for you, spell your mama crib, and let your ass look for me? Yeah. So, bro. Well, uh, 21 Savage has something about that. He said uh, something about going to your mama house, your Grammy house, keep shooting until somebody die. Damn. Yeah, you, right, that's what we should be reading is, is some of that. All right, listen. Here we go. The, the point is we have to uphold the violence. That's what they want. Right. We have to uphold the violence or else it's not cool. Right. But at the same time, it has to be sunk, mm-hmm. right? You got to sing. There has to be melody <laughs> with the things that you're saying. So we see how how Future does this very yeah, well. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I'm very large in these streets. Nigga small fry. First of all, we, we're going to break this down a lot because... <laughs> Because also when you sing stuff, because you, again, you need the violence, but you also need to be able to sing and bop and have a good time because yes. people want to be in the club and have a good time, but yes. also talk about the violent stuff at the same time. Yes. And I was talking about this, the duty the other day. This is exactly why someone like Megan the Stallion or Cardi B can talk about fucking the dude and also killing him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. Like, we <laughs> want both of those. But I'm very large in these streets. Nigga, small fry. Is that a good, is that a bar to you? <laughs> First of not all, really. because, okay, not, not a bar. Because these don't have to be bars in order for nah, you to... No, they don't. Okay. Got a type of check, I could knock your whole hood down. Mm, spray the block up. I have the type of money that w- I, could, I could purchase the sort of militia that it would take to decimate your entire... Everything you've ever known. Mm-hmm. Go and set the opposite on fire till they all die. Okay. Keep in mind, he's singing all of this. Yeah. 
You want a little clout? You want a little fame? Put them on Fox 5. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that nigga. I will, if you want to be famous, I will kill you so that you can be on the news. Yep. Finally. Got a bunch of mellies in my hood. Murder on a mind. <laughs> if you don't know, I, I've already I went through this before, listeners. Yep. Y-N-B-G-Y-Z-T-X Melly. It was a rapper. He's in prison now because he killed a bunch of people. These niggas jealous I fucked they bitch. Make they mama cry. We've already spoken about for some reason, just like in our culture, yeah. we really, really boister this idea of mm-hmm. fucking someone else's significant other yep. because that makes us feel like the top dog, the it's top really gorilla. An interesting thing. It really, really is. Because it's I mean, so prevalent it's, in rap music. It's the utmost disrespectful thing. But it's also the most common thing. It is. If there's a most common topic in rap music, it's someone fucking your girlfriend. Yes. Yes, it is. <clears throat> I'm putting a pill in her twat. Mm. Made her pussy come. So mm. let's stop here for a second. Mm-hmm. This, is that scientifically proven? Well, the thing is, I I don't know. I And I was having this conversation with Duty as well. I've heard about women. First of all, can we t- let's talk about the word twat first <laughs> before we get on to this. <laughs> As I get older, a lot of the words, and this is all to be what happens as you get older. You get older, you hear a lot of the terms that you've heard growing up, and you think, should we say this? Mm-hmm. And if not, why? Does the word twat to you sound attractive? Does it sound like it's like it's a nice thing to say? Does it not, sound like... Not really. Is this something that you would say to a woman to be sexy with her? No. Like, is it, you would never say that to, right, exactly, correct? Not unless that's what she wanted. It just falls flat. Just the word, like, other words sound better. Yeah. Vagina, there's a role to it. I mean, one, that's just what we have scientifically decided to call it, but, I have heard about people taking beer bongs. To the asshole. Really? To the vagina. Beer. Beer. Because I hear that. Does it flow through the same way? Or does it just I I mean, it ain't the same way because it's in your ass. (laughs) But I hear that it hits the bloodstream quicker. It gets to the bloodstream quicker. (laughs) It's not that serious. You say, listen, people. Okay. You can just snort cocaine, by the way. You don't have to take these crack rocks yeah. and light them up on a spoon and then put it inside of a syringe and put it in a vein. Right. But it it feels better that way. Okay. Right? You get more bang for your buck. Okay. So maybe you just get to a point where you just a beer bong and you're like, hey, let's try it out. Let's see what happens. Okay. Either way, what sort of life is he? You, it, 
It's very interesting if that is happening. I'll just say that. It Let, is. I'll just I'll just say that. Like we're taking pills through the vagina. I wanna, and I if it know is if effective, scientifically proven. It's if, if if it's effective. Probably because I have to assume that it's going to It just dissolve. Yeah, I mean, it's, gonna dissolve. it's gonna dissolve. It's gonna dissolve. And it's yeah. I guess I mean I guess that could work. Right? You know what I mean? So I get like that's just that that's that new like we don't know anything about that like we're not on that level. Nah, there could be some chicks listening to us right now like like like, listen to these yeah like they don't even know about the putting (laughs) what not hanging out with him if he's not gonna put a fucking pill in my twat. (laughs) Anyway, type of bitch to get a nigga killed pussy so bomb. Damn. (laughs) So this is the type. What I what I believe he's saying here is. I mean, clearly you have the pussy so bomb being the entendre there. Like, that's mm-hmm. supposed to mean different things. You know, get somebody killed, get a nigga killed. But I also think that what he's saying is the type of woman that you would go out and put yourself in in grave situations for. Mm-hmm. Like, she's put it on you like that. And I've seen time and time again, guys have sex with a woman. And you remember that? The prostitute from Harlem Nights that had sex with the cop near the end of the movie, and he just called his wife and was just like, I'm never coming home again. And hung up the phone. Harlem Nights with, with Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy. If, if I had a black card to give you, I'd give it to you right Dang. now. Dang. Wait, have, have you seen? seen Harlem Nights. So if you want my wallet, you can have it. You can have all my money. I'm sorry. That's yeah. that's fine. We were just we just we're just gonna get past that. That that is ridiculous. All right, but it's but it's fine. Again, the type of pussy that would make you go put yourself in dire situations. Right. You should not be doing this. But what are you gonna do? Not right. <laughs> right. Okay. So many chains on my neck. Bitch could go blind. <laughs> now this is this is one really. Bitch gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> also, just the fact that women just love these people that you they just openly call them bitch. Line after line after line. Yep. Bitch gonna put a rental in her name and a lot of guns. <laughs> what? Uh, hold on, hold on. What? Everything in my mama name. But but at That's least right. but at least but at least that that sentiment comes from. I'm just broke. I'm trying to make it. Things are in my mama's name. You're talking about some chick that you met. Uh-huh. And she fucks with you so much. She's willing to put... First of all, I don't know why she's putting a rental in her name. Yeah. Like, you have... Future, you have money. Right. Why is she putting... I don't... I, I, that part I don't get. Like, why <laughs> Why does she have to put the rental in her name? Maybe it's credit not good. Oh. Have all the money in I'm the world. I'm so stupid. No. What? Because it's a lot of guns too. Uh, the the hit car, the car that we about to send to go hit old boy's house. That's in your name, <laughs> and a whole lot of guns. You know what? What? It's it's, it's some women out here that'll probably do that. Shit Why? Too. I don't know. Because you want the clout. You want the I fame. Guess so I guess so. That's crazy. Gonna put a rental in her name and a lot of guns. I can be out of town and get you flipped money so long. Money long. Go against the mob, nigga. Get hit up the whole drum. Tell them spin a bend. They say shots fight. Okay, yeah, we're we're done with this. We're <laughs> done with this. I'm 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 done with mine. I'm 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 done with mine. That's that's uh. that's, what, that's what Future had for us in in, in the song Mob Ties remix. <laughs> 
Uh, it's just some stuff for us to think about. How long are we going to continue to uh, get older? Are we we just going to keep letting this happen? <laughs> Does it matter? Is it is it just the they're artists? This is what they experience. This is the life they're living. Let them sing about it. It doesn't matter. Parental advisory stickers. Pretty much. Parental advisory. Parents go do your job. Make Pretty sure much. that if you want to whatever. Pretty much. That's, that's the, how that whole conversation but goes. But it's so much. It's so much. It's you know you're gonna have to put parental blocks on everything because they. You can just look this shit up on YouTube. Oh my goodness, that you know what I'm is so crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so mine is from "Go to Sleep" by Eminem from the Cradle to the Grave album released in 2003. Whoa, yes. this is obscure. The Cradle to the Grave album. Yes, that was the one with like DMX, DMX and, and Aaliyah and a. But there was like a was like Jet Li a yeah, part Jet of it. Lee, Jet Li. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, and, the joint and, where, and, and for some odd reason, DMX was able to throw hands with Jet Li like they were they were fighting each other. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a scene in there where this nigga <clears throat> nigga ran up the wall, did a backflip, and some Timberlands. <laughs> <laughs> that one thousand percent happened. I remember that <laughs> that that happened. It's all right, Tim's Cradle to the Grave. All, all right. right, all right, all right, all right. Um, this is rest a, in peace to DMX. Rest in peace to Aaliyah. Jet Li. I think he's still out. Uh, yeah, it's just <laughs> more power to you. Um, this is a, this is a, I think, this is a diss of some sort. I want to say it's to Ja Rule. Okay. I'm going to go through the verse, and I'm also going to go through a little bit of the chorus. Keep in mind, Ja Rule was saying things about Eminem's daughter around yeah. this time. Mm-hmm. So at this point, probably all mm-hmm. the gloves are off. Oh, yeah. All is fair in love, is, in love and war. Oh, yeah. I ain't going to eat. I ain't going to sleep. Ain't going to breathe till I see what I want to see. Mm. And what I want to see is you <laughs> go to sleep in the dirt permanently. You just being hurt, this ain't going to work. Mm. For me, it wouldn't just be sufficient enough. Because we are just going to be enemies. As long as we breathe, I don't ever see either of us coming to terms where we can agree. Mm. There ain't going to be no reasoning speaking with me. You speaking on my seed, then me no speak I English. So we're going to beef and keep on beefing unless you're going to agree to meet me in the flesh and settle this face to face. And you're going to see a demon unleashed in me that you've never seen. And you're going to see this gangster beat on himself. I see you, D12, and thanks, but me need no help. Mm. Me do this one, this me do this one all by my lonely. I don't need 15 of my homies. Mm-hmm. When I see you, I'm seeing you, me and you only. Mm. We never met, but best believe you gonna know me <laughs> when I'm this close to see you exposed as a phony. Come on, bitch, show me, pick me up, throw me. Lift me up, hold me, just like you told me. <laughs> you was going to do? That's what I thought. You're pitiful. I'm rid of you. All of you. Ja, you'll get it too. Oh, oh Ja, you'll get it too. So, was oh, so this was someone else. This could have been Benzino at the time. Yeah, could have been Benzino. Yeah, you know, yeah. by the way, Eminem dealt with a lot of people that had no business Hell no. like in a ring with him, but... And that's kind of like an asterisk next to his name, to be honest. With you. <laughs> um, it's sort of like Mayweather. People saying that Mayweather just boxes people 
like what he's boxing mm-hmm. milkmen. Mm-hmm. You know, like it doesn't really. He's it's it was never really anybody of that caliber, or whatever. Right. Like I I I don't know. That's right. not a claim for me. It's just a take I know people have. Yeah, Eminem, you won against Mariah Carey. <laughs> Benzino, <laughs> Ja Rule, Cannabis, like, you, like, <laughs> nigga ain't stepping the ring with nobody. He didn't really. <laughs> Who else was there? MGK recently, like, relatively recently yeah, in life. I remember that. I remember but that. there was never really, you know, yeah. like, yeah. it was never like a Jay Z Nas. He ain't want to get ethered. No, like, he never really pulled that, I don't yeah. think. Nick Cannon. You see what I'm saying? Like, you see, like, the record right, here. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Christina Aguilera, <laughs> Fred Durst. That's funny. <laughs> like, he terrible. was just going, Will Smith. Like, he's throwing shots at, like. Yeah, beef with Will Smith. But Will Smith don't got a cuss in his raps to sell records. Well, I do. So oh, fuck him and fuck you, too. You think right. I give a damn about a Grammy? That's like, right. That's yeah, right. like, he that's used right. to just throw lines at NSYNC and. He just That's used right. to kill anybody right. walking around. Right. Yeah, yeah. So here's the chorus. Now go to sleep, bitch. <laughs> die, motherfucker, die. Time's up, bitch. Close your eyes. Go to sleep, bitch. What? Why are you still alive? How many times I got to say, close your eyes and go to sleep, bitch? Can we talk about the ballsiness that it takes to put this on a, a movie soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> This was he put this. Soundtrack. He put this on a movie soundtrack that had nothing to do with with ja Rule or anybody he was beefing with. But he chose to have it last forever by putting it on a movie soundtrack. Yep, yep. That's crazy. So yeah, That's I, came, I, I came across this months ago, and I just I had it saved in my notes for whenever we did this again, because um, this one was crazy. I, I don't know. I, I don't know where I came across the song from. I've never heard it before. Um, but I came across it and I was like, "Wow, I'm, I'm this gonna, nigga was mad." Well, <laughs> <laughs> he used to, he used to be very mad. I'm gonna go find this right now. This old Savage Mode "No Heart" uh, by uh, <laughs> Twenty One Savage. Let's see here. Hold on a second. Okay, I sit back and read like Cat in the Hat. Twenty One Savage, the cat with the mat. Twenty One Savage, not boys in the hood, but I'll pull up on you, shoot your ass in the back. Mm. Stuart Little heard <laughs> heard these niggas some rats. Pocket full of cheese, bitch, I got racks. I'm a real street nigga, bitch. I am not one of these niggas banging on wax. <laughs> banging on wax. Pussy nigga loves sneak dissing till I pull up and slap him out with that fire. Wet your mama house, wet your grandma house, keep shooting until somebody die. So many shots, the neighbor looked at the calendar, thought it was 4th of July. <laughs> You was with your friends playing Nintendo. I was playing around with that five. Seventh grade, I got caught with a pistol. Sent me to Pantherville. Eighth grade, started playing football. Then I was like, fuck the field. Ninth grade, I was knocking niggas out. Nigga like Holyfield. <laughs> Fast forward, nigga 2016, and I'm screaming, fuck a deal. I remember that song. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a lot of stuff. But he was yeah. definitely, yeah, he's... um. Yeah. Wow. Niggas, Jeez, be, niggas be relentless on the track. But this, but this dude, though, I mean, he had another, he started off another verse on J. Cole's album recently. It's called My Life. And one of the first things he said was, uh, 
something about like I lost, like I lost, I lost my mind. I went crazy. Like after Johnny died, mm-hmm. swinging that motherfucker. Like out. Nah, what did he say? He said something. He said something crazy along the lines of, you know, like I went crazy after Johnny died. Mm-hmm. You know, or or what did he say? Like I sprayed the AK when Johnny died, swinging that motherfucker side to side. And I'm a visual person, so when he just says that, it don't seem like much, mm-hmm. but. What he's telling us is, the, and he's talked about this story before, like a story, like a gunfight in which one of his friends died. Uh-huh. He's painting you the picture with a couple of lines. He's letting you know that to this 21 Savage that you like to listen to, at some point in time, you could have saw him in a street, right, at an intersection, yeah. with an AK-47 in his hand, swinging it from side to side, just pulling the trigger, bullets flying out. That's what he was doing. Some hood nigga shit. <laughs> bro because I, I he's he's been shot a few times I, I believe I believe yeah and, yeah and I think that he's also shot some people yeah. and that is real yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah see that <laughs> see the nonchalantness in which we shrug our shoulders these days and be like well yeah that's just what that's yeah. what it is hey man some point this has got it maybe it doesn't have to stop maybe we just keep listening to the music and say listen this is just what it's gonna be yeah within this culture which is terrible it is I, I don't. I don't know what has to happen. And, and, I don't know when the like the enlightenment stage or whatever happens. Uh-huh. The enlightenment age in in rap or something. But something has to happen at yeah. some point. Right? I don't. I don't know, man. I don't. I you really like, don't know. I don't think. I don't think it's gonna happen. Maybe some more. Some more. And is there no accountability for listeners to to take right in this? There's no accountability. It's just like listen. The rappers gonna rap about what it is they experience. They're gonna do what they want to do, and, and and we're gonna listen to it because I like. I like it. I like when they talk about killing each other. I like it. It's, it's. I like when they kill each other and then they go smoke some weed and say that they're smoking the person that they just killed. I like when they say that. I also like when they say that they're going to fuck my bitch. I like that the most. I, I like it. I like it when they talk down on people that live like me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I like that shit. I like when they tell me that I'm a broke bitch and that I can't. I couldn't fathom the the sort of life that they live that i just wish i was them i like when they talk to me like that that's just what it's gonna be that's fine um let's go you can go to sports we can, we, we can just go to sports it's fine we don't have to get we don't have to get philosophical or, 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 or honest about anything let's go to sports um first thing i want to bring up yeah is just uh, bounce around a little bit okay let, let, well, let's just talk about what's what's absolutely ridiculous. All this is ridiculous. The video that we saw the other day, I hope you clicked on it. Which one? A three versus one MMA oh. fight yeah. happened in Poland at the weekend, and the footage is just crazy. Okay. Niggas was in the rain for like 10 seconds. I've seen MMA. It's a wild sport. The more and more you watch it, as skillfully as these people are, you can like people can die. Yeah, it is wild. Yeah. the sort of injuries that people take getting in that octagon with one another. We talked about it before, choking people out, squeezing with everything that you have, mm-hmm. trying to pop someone's head off their shoulders. Mm-hmm. That is real. Is really what people do. They really have flying knees. Flying elbows. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? 
You ever just just be walking around and you you didn't you getting in something you you didn't duck your head you hit the top of your head on something? How much does that hurt? Nigga, you stub your toe. That you shit stub hurts. your toe on the corner walking through the room. You hit your elbow on something you didn't know was behind you. We're talking about flying elbows and knees going into your nose, your chin, your neck, your 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 rib cage. People's sharp shins smacking against your leg, chopping you down. Yeah. People donkey konging the back of your head while <laughs> your head is down because they're allowed to do that. Yeah. They're allowed to do all sorts of wild stuff. Yep. And for some reason, not here in America, we're not doing this. But in other places, there's there's different kinds of fights going on. And I did not know this. I just got put onto it. Did you know? I mean, I don't know all the countries, but I know at least in Sweden, I've seen some eight on eights. I just watched the eight on. I just watched the eight on eight. It's a team Royal Rumble. They just they run in there, and once somebody gets tapped out or knocked out, and it's eight on seven. Yes, and so on and so forth. Well, so, you better step it up. <laughs> exactly, because the first person to drop someone, now your team's at a disadvantage. Because now yeah. someone automatically is getting jumped. They're getting <laughs> they're getting double team now. And do you know how hard it is to fight two people? It's uh, no matter what type of fighter you are. Absolutely, it is, it is insane to think about trying to fight multiple men. Absolutely, me, full grown also fighters. Yes, we're not talking about you being a fighter. Yeah, and going out to a bar. And a couple of dudes getting too drunk and saying something stupid to your girlfriend, right? And they're sloppy and, you know, all over the place. And yeah. you can really just dodge one punch, hit them, put them on their ass, they're done. Yeah. And then their friends pull them out of the bar. We're not talking about that. We're yeah. talking about you fighting three other fighters. Right. By the way, I don't think any of these other fighters were smaller than him. I think they were all his size or larger. Wow. In one of the more bizarre moments in MMA history, a fighter going by the name of Kung Fu Panda went up against three, I repeat, three opponents on a wild Saturday night in Poland. This was August 1st, I believe. He lost when he named himself that. (laughs) Dude, he said, this dude was like, like his team came to him and was like, all right, man, we got the next fight up. Like, we can go against this guy, this guy, and this guy. Like, these are your options. And he was like, give me all three. (laughs) I want all three. <laughs> because what they say is the reason behind Kung Fu Panda's baffling decision to fight Milos Midoski Oskulokus. I don't know any of these guys' names. It's a lot of names I cannot pronounce. Say that but, one again? <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 point is is that it's unknown. Uh-huh. He didn't give anyone even a reason. He said, I give me all three of them. Oh, and he, no one asked. He actually said that. Yes, he oh, made that decision. Wow. He made that. De- can't nobody make you get in an octagon with three other people and say wow. fight? He made the decision and, and didn't give anyone a reason, or at least media hasn't gotten a reason. Wow. Which means that he thought that he was nice. <laughs> he was, to me, not nice enough. It was, it was one of two things. Either he thought. That he was amazing enough. And this is going to bring us more to the Olympics. But he thought that he was amazing enough. He thought he was that guy. He was going to be able to fight three other fighters. Mm -hmm. Or, this is more so what I think, publicity. I'm going to come in here, get whooped on. Mm -hmm. 
But everyone's going to be like, yo, this next fight of this guy's like, I got to watch it. I got to know, like, what this guy's about. Like, he has to be nice one-on-one. Just a daring individual. People do. The day and age we're in, come on. Everybody does everything for a little bit more attention. Because it makes no sense where this is going. Okay. So he went in there. As you can tell, I'll just read this because I think that the way they talk about it is hilarious. Things predictably took a turn for the worst <laughs> for Kung Fu Panda in the opening stages. He was floored by the trio within a matter of seconds, and soon a brutal beatdown began. Mm-hmm. As he was held in a grappling position after being dragged to the mat, <laughs> the lone fighter was held down by one fighter, and numerous punches and hammer fists to the head followed. <laughs> That's all it took. It's just like, bro, biggest dude, go over there and get him on the ground. Yeah. We're going to come up behind you and we're going to put the hands on this. Yeah. I don't, what does he think? They probably didn't even train for this joint. Moments later, the referee stopped the bout with two minutes and 47 seconds on the clock. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that was it. In a bout that was eagerly anticipated with the round. Uh, yeah, da, da, da. yeah, man. I, I, I don't. I, I don't I don't understand what this is about. I know it's ridiculous, mm. but now that I know that people are out here fighting, just doing doing different stuff, uh, I kind of want to see what else is going on out here. I, I just I just want to know like what other sorts of fights or like what other sort of cockfighting is going on out here that you would allow this because this had to go through the ranks. Like you had to ask the big boss, the boss had to ask the next boss. Yeah. It was like yo, but I got the next thing. We got this one guy who's gonna fight all three people. Is this okay? Bring him out. Is it selling tickets? Bring Did him he out. sign a waiver? Like, can we get right. through this? Do we have? Are there any liabilities? Right, right. That we have to worry about? No, put him in there. Let right. him do what the fuck he wants to do. Right. Next thing on sports. This is late. I'm always late on things. Okay. It's fine. Shikari Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. This might not be popular, but. I got a couple takes on this. All right. All right. <laughs> Explaining the runner's Olympic weed ban controversy. Mm-hmm. The exclusion of Shikari Richardson due to a positive test for marijuana has been one of the dominant storylines heading into the summer games. Not only a debate on the value of the rule, but also a question as to why she was left entirely off the U.S. track and field roster. All right. Here we go, man. Uh, she's fast as hell. She does the 100 meter dash. Fastest among the U.S. qualifiers. Seemingly qualifying her for the spot for the Tokyo Olympics. On July 1st, Richardson published a cryptic tweet that read, I am human. The following day, the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency, which operates under the World Anti-Doping Agency, mm-hmm. in its legislation announced that she tested positive for marijuana. That wanna. Though it is legal in the state of Oregon, it is classified as a substance of abuse by WADA. WADA is what I just said. I'm just going to call it WADA. I believe it's called that. Okay. World Anti-Doping Agency. Uh-huh. Therefore, invalidating her run. Here we go. Things are going to start getting interesting here. Richardson consumed marijuana before the Olympic trials, meaning she ran with THC in her body. That was enough to remove her from the U.S. track and field roster before it was even finalized. She did not test positive for steroids. Richardson on July 2nd appeared on today's show to apologize and explain why she smoked marijuana, saying she used it as a coping mechanism 
after a reporter, whom she described as a complete stranger, told her that her biological mother had died. Honestly, this is a quote from her, I just want to apologize for my actions, Richardson said. I know what I did. I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm not allowed to do. I'm not allowed to do, and I still made that decision. Not making any excuse or looking for any empathy in my case. Mm-hmm. So she said that. So for any reason I don't I, I don't show a whole lot of empathy on here, just to let you know. All she right. said I didn't have to. All right. Although there will be some. Uh this is what's most important to me because I really need to know why the fuck it matters mm-hmm. that people smoke weed. So I had to so I had to figure this out. And and this may be just because I, I smoke weed in my life, people just like, oh well, you you smoke weed, so you're mm-hmm. biased. You're not gonna No, let me show you how unbiased I am. All right. Okay. The Olympics marijuana policy. Do you know anything about this policy? No, I didn't know. For a substance to be added to the WADA's prohibited list, it must meet two of three criteria. This is going to be the point where everyone hears me and they stop for a second to ask themselves, what the fuck is going on? Right. One, it poses a health risk to athletes. Okay. Let that marinate. All right. Two, it has the potential to enhance performance. Okay. Three, it violates the spirit of sport. What is that? Like, what does that? What does that mean? Waters continue. The spirit water con- of sport. Right, because that, that just sounds like that sounds like that sounds that like decision. I put that there, yeah, so that I could be as vague as possible about anything that I want right. to do at this point. Right, water continues to classify marijuana under these guidelines. Moreover, it views THE as a substance of abuse because of its frequent use in society outside of sports, alongside cocaine, heroin, and MDMA slash ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Per those guidelines, and using Richardson's 30-day suspension as a basis, it's likely WADA includes THC among its prohibited list because the organization believes it poses a health risk and violates the spirit of the sport. They don't go spirit any further. The they don't go any further along in this about that spirit of the sport, and that's what's most interesting. Right. Spirit of the sport. Because when I was first, someone was asking me about it. Like, oh, what do you think about it? I was like, well, let me tell you what I think about it. As far as smoking weed goes, guys, we're done with this, right? We're done with smoking weed making you a bad person, right? Like, right. We're, we're done with we're, It's 2021. We're done with that narrative, correct? Now that, now that the elite of the elite have been able to profit off of it it's well, all, now it's, now we're done now now it's a it's, now we can be okay as long as you guys make money like we now we can say that this is cool right yeah, everyone much, can do this pretty much i thought this is not performance enhancing the last thing anyone is thinking is let me smoke this weed so that i can be the best olympian so that i can go and perform better you want to you want to um you want to know a dumbass take that i heard on this um when this first happened um it came from emmanuel acho uh he's uh you know he's kind of a broadcaster kind of branching out these days 
So what you just said, I do believe is true. What Emmanuel had to say was that because she, she decided to use marijuana because she wanted to deal with the grief of her biological mother dying. Okay. He felt as if that enhanced her emotionally. It took some of that grief away, allowed, which for whatever reason, allows her to oh, run faster. See, see, you not, see, yep. See, I didn't even, it went past my head. See, you got rid of the pain. You try and help the pain that you have to go through with the trauma that you're, you're experiencing. Everybody else just dealing with their trauma. They yep. just dealing with whatever. You don't know what yep. else, what everybody else got going on. She, she must have, she must have lit one up right before the race, just so she wasn't even thinking about her mom while she was running. Right. Okay. So this is clearly stupid, and we're making fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So the so he's an idiot. Yes. Um, and the the point of this is she's not getting any better smoking weed. It's no. not it's not helping her really perform. No. Okay. Um and the spirit of the sport doesn't mean anything. No. Okay, that just we, we I, yeah, I think we can just agree that that doesn't mean anything at all. The spirit of the sport. This because who who curates, who defines yes. what the spirit of I sport know. is? I want to know. I'm curious. Right. Which is why it's as vague as it is, because whoever is running stuff, you get to choose what the spirit of the sport is. Yeah. Because, by the way, let's just like, put it we, on the table. We, are we These athletes do drugs. Are we okay. talking about integrity? Is that the spirit? Bro, stop. <laughs> Smoking weed? How does that take away integrity? I... So, so this is all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. She is. went through it. They're stupid. Because this is a stupid rule. Yeah. It's a rule. It's a stupid rule. Mm -hmm. Okay? A lot of the times in life, whether it be in relationships or not, so, dumb things have to happen again and again and again. And we have to be stupid human beings and keep making those mistakes yeah. until somebody rises and says, yo, we should really stop doing this. Mm -hmm. I think I got a better idea. And right now, we're just stuck to this old set of rules. It says you can't smoke marijuana because it's it's terrible. It's it, it's not sport spirit like. Shout out to uh to Ann Slinger. Exactly. Just just stupid. Yeah. You you just you fighting ghosts. You yeah. <laughs> right like you Don Quixote out there just fighting windmills. Like there's nothing. You're not fighting anything. There's nothing in that really. Uh -huh. Okay. Now, she's an Olympian, mm -hmm. and she also just. Said I don't need empathy, so keep that in mind. Okay. She should have not smoked that weed. Yeah, she probably she shouldn't have smoked that. Weed. She should have not smoked the weed if she wanted to perform in the Olympics. Yeah. Is what I mean. Do I think it's that serious? No, but I it, don't it, think it's that serious. It, I think it, that I think that it was it's a bad rule. I yeah. think it's a stupid rule. Yes, but it's a rule. Yeah, and she should have not done it. Being an Olympian, knowing yeah. that this is what she wanted to do, she should have not. Smoked I, the weed because she, she knew. I agree. What it was. I agree. I agree. I agree that it is a dumb rule, but I agree that she probably should not have done that because yes. it took away. I'm she. I know she wanted to go to the Olympics. I'm sure. Yes, so she did. I'm just like, damn. Like, and you know, you getting drug tested too. Just, just squander that away. Those moments where it's, you worked 
every all of it yeah. blood sweat tears hours yeah days all the sacrifices made for this mm-hmm. no go sit on go sit home you could you imagine you That's lit tough. up like you lit up a bowl you smoked a bowl Go sit down now. You, you cannot tough. be a part of this. That is tough. That fucking sucks. My friend and I were talking about it recently. The just the people that go to the Olympics and have like a false start and say, like, "All right, go sit down." <laughs> <laughs> like you just have a false start in a race or something like that. It's, go sit down. Really? You, That's what he said. That you can be disqualified for for a false for, start, for kicking off a little. Yeah, early? for kicking off too early. Like if Damn. it's too, yeah, it's just like no, go sit down. Damn, I didn't know that. Go sit down. I did not know that. And even if you don't, like, even it, like the docking of the points, even if it, it is in a, in a an event in which you can false start and still just come back, that that alone, that nil alone is probably enough to just like, well, I'm done now. Yeah. Because like, everyone else is gonna have a score. Yeah. Yeah. So. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just gonna go sit down now. Like I, I sat for the last four years. I mean, between Olympics, but uh-huh. my whole life waiting for this moment. And they just told me to go sit down because I, I jumped mm-hmm. before the gun. That sucks. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, no, all this sucks. Um, she should have not smoked the weed. They should change that rule because it's a stupid rule. It is. Um, yeah, and that's and that's pretty much that. I've been watching, like you asked me last pod about if, I, if I've been watching the Olympics. And I said no. But then I took it upon myself to just tune in. I've watched all this stuff on YouTube, uh, many, many events. Um, one of my favorites that I've really been getting into is the diving, uh, like, mm, uh, like single single diving, uh, tandem diving, all types of stuff. Um, and we spoke on here a long time ago about the feeling that it gives us just watching someone do something that they are really good at. Watching someone that is the best in the world at doing something that, you know, whatever it is that they do. Which is great, too, because I... I don't even need that level. Just some, just somebody around the corner that's just like, yeah. like that's just good at something yeah. that I'm not good at. Like it's just cool to me. Yeah. Um. So I've been watching a lot of diving. I've been watching a lot of. Uh, I've been watching table tennis. I've watched some badminton. I've tuned in some to uh, some volleyball, uh, beach and court. Um. I've I've watched some uh some mountain bike racing. Mm. Like there's so many skateboarding. Like did you say ping pong already? Did you see some ping pong videos I going did. around? I watched. Well, Ooh. they they call it table tennis. Oh, table tennis. But, is what, I'm sorry. You know what I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Ping pong is that like derogatory? Is that like I a, don't know if a it's pejorative name? Like, is that just what you call it when it's in the garage? Probably. But once you get to the Olympics, it's table tennis. Probably. All right, that's my bad. Not ping pong. <laughs> I guess my fault. Nigga, ping pong. Yeah, like nah, that's not go, what we play. Go sit down. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. Okay, table tennis. Table tennis. <laughs> but um, they're amazing. They are. And did you know? The the Chinese have dominated table tennis for like the last 30 years. What I heard is the only way we could beat them is we had to get, it took a Chinese American. Like we needed, uh, we needed to take one of their own and get a Chinese American <laughs> to beat them. Like that's like, what, they are so good at it. And it's like, why, why that? What is it about that sport? Like what? It, Dude, I have no idea. What I can tell you is that those people hitting those itty bitty balls yeah. across that table, they're so not only is their hair and eye coordination yeah. just on a different level, but I was explaining this to someone the other day. When they are going when they are going to swing seconds before they hit the ball, the mm-hmm. other person is calculating their body language yeah. 
and it's I feel like they're getting to the point where they're almost seeing the different like the possibilities of where yeah. the ball could go. So in their yeah. mind, they're already seeing like three different balls like go yeah. in three different places before the yeah. other person even makes contact. It's like that Zach uh, Galifianakis uh, meme when he's like. Oh, when he's, oh just yeah, when he's like Rain Man. He, yeah, he's just looking at all the yeah, equations because yeah. I think that's when he's counting cards yeah. in, in uh, the hangover. Yeah. Exactly. It's the same thing. Like you're just calculating all these different variances, all these different possibilities of what could be. Mm-hmm. And then when they hit it, like you, you, you start to slightly see it take shape in one of the variances that you have already mapped out in your mind. Yep. And then you, you adjust yep. to hit it. Like that is just wild mm-hmm. to me. And you're like constantly doing that. Yep. Back and forth. Back, Back and, and forth. forth. Like, there's no time to not be there. And what I think what we're always seeing, what's always, what's really getting us in these awestruck moments when we see greats doing anything amazing yeah. is we are seeing the highest level of focus. Yeah. I think focus is the coolest thing ever, which is why I do these fucking meditations especially on the ones that I do alone and I always have a meditation, I think focus is the coolest thing. Mm -hmm. That's when you truly see great people do great things. Do you think they're accessing a little bit of that part of the brain that they say we can't access? I think that one, that's bullshit. I believe that that's a myth in that it's (laughs) it's not that you only control 10% of your brain or something. Mm -hmm. It's just that when you're doing certain things, it's just neurons firing. Like your whole brain works. Right. It's just d- different parts of yeah. your brain are firing and are being uh, participatory right. in certain things, and other parts aren't. That's that's right, all it right. is. But you can you can get, different areas of the brain are do d- to do things. different things exactly. Yeah. So no, yeah, I think that's a whole myth. But still, just that level of focus, like archery. Yeah, archery. There's only but so much you're really doing as far as the movement. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't know. I used to do some archery back in the day, but. There's only but so much you can really do when drawing back when, when drawing back a bow. Yeah, but that's the beauty in it is your is it's who has more focus, mm-hmm. like who has attained more equanimity mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. Like that is crazy to just be so in tune. Like you're just you just have your eye on this arrow yep. in the bullseye, and and that is that is the only thing that can possibly be within your consciousness at that time. Mm-hmm. You can, there's not an ounce of room to think about anything else. That's the difference between a 10 and an eight. It is scoring. And that's why Simone Biles got the fuck out of there. Yeah. Because she was like, I mean, I know she came back or whatever yeah. and just did the, the beam because yeah. that's the least destructive one that you could do. Probably uh-huh. like that's the least one where you're going to end up killing yourself. Right. The level, again, we talked about the, the level of moves she's doing. And for her to feel as though she's not quite there yeah. in her mind, yo, take your time. Yeah. Go sit down. Yeah. Because you don't need to be going through the air the way that you do and not know where you are. Yeah. Because that could come out catastrophic. Last thing we need to see is you land a different way that you're not supposed to. You know how bad that would be for the sports oh world? Oh, my. That's why when people were saying, oh, because I've heard it all. People are saying, oh, if it was a white woman, they let her get the scores that she wants. They give her the scores. They give her the 10s and the 12s and the 13s. <laughs> that's for y'all to discuss. Yeah. I'm not discussing that. I don't <laughs> think that's the case. I really feel like people will die yeah. if they try to do the things that she's <laughs> trying to do. 
And it speak, it's a testament to it that she has to go get in the right space of mind to even try these things. Yeah. Because she got fucked up in the mind. She's like, yo, I can't go out here and do what I'm used to doing right now. Uh-huh. I'm not in the right space. And if I'm not in the right space, I could be twirling around doing a fucking 720 whatever. Right. And if I don't know where I'm at when I'm twirling through the air like that, that could, that could be very bad on the, com- on the come down. Yep. Split I might second. not stick that landing. Split second. That's all it, it takes. That's all it takes. So, which is why I feel like, again, seeing people do amazing things, it's, it's really focused. Someone that knew, that knows Michael Jordan talked about it on his doc that ESPN made. Uh-huh. They talked about how they felt like his real superpower was being in the moment, was, was real focused. It's absolutely amazing seeing people in that zone. Definitely. Someone was asking me earlier today that they made a poll in some chat that they have with 300 people. I'm like, that's, I'm, they will never be a part of that chat. Hell no. It's like a church chat. Yeah. And they throw a bunch of events and do, I was like, I would never, well, I mean, it would just be on silent all the time. Yeah. But, he threw up a question. The poll was, what is the hardest sport to play? Or like, what is the most technical or, or something like that? Mm-hmm. Or what, 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 what sport, the way he phrased it was, what sport takes the most skill? Okay. That's a, that's a debate that people can just go back back and forth. That would go for lifetimes. Okay. Right? Because the more you know about a sport, the more you have to say about how that sport works and its technicalities. Right. And I was like, dude, I, that's a, I don't know. The majority of that chat answered baseball. It said that that is the most technical. Why? I think the choices were baseball, basketball, football. Well, no, you can't ask a question and, like that and then just give your choices. There's a lot of sports in the world. Well, well he said between these sports. Oh, but oh, okay, he said okay, ba- okay. baseball, basketball, football, and there may have been one other. He didn't put gymnastics in there. You know, what else is generic? What is baseball, basketball, soccer. Soccer. Did I say soccer? Yeah, soccer. Now, I don't know baseball like that. <laughs> but w- when I was thinking of, and I, I mean, I, the level of focus, I'm certain at the top level, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, whatever Cristiano Ronaldo's doing and, and, and Messi, whatever these guys are doing, I'm certain with their level of focus, it's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. When I think about what a Tom Brady has to do on the basketball court, LeBron James or Chris Paul, these people have amazing sight. That is what really gets me Mm -hmm. is the sight that people have. Mm -hmm. You know where you can pass the ball, how fast you have to pass the ball to get it there, to make this possibility happen at this time. There's yep. a lot of stuff that you're doing. Great point guards are amazing to watch. Because mm-hmm. it's like, how did you see that? Like, how did you know that was available? They call Chris Paul the, the point god. Oh, wow. <laughs> the point god. I did not know that. Yes. But that's exactly why. Because of his visual prowess, yeah. right? So he's yeah. able to facilitate a lot on the court. Yeah. But he doesn't have six foot seven, 380-pound men running at him, (laughs) ready to knock his fucking life off of this planet. And so when I think about what a a quarterback in the NFL has to do, as intelligent as they have to be, as skillful as they have to be, as nimble as they have to be, as calm. And and Tom Brady's doing this at like 40. As calm and as focused as you have to be, knowing that you have today's gladiators Mm -hmm. that are rushing 
to hurt you. <laughs> in their mind, they don't care that you are who you are. In their mind, they have to try to kill you. Yeah. That is what is written in their DNA. That's yep. what they know. And you have to look at the whole field, read the defense, and have the calm skill to get the ball where it needs to get to at the mm -hmm. right time. You have to choose the right option. You have to get, get it into something about this big, the hands. The, the, a, a, a small diamond. <laughs> yeah, small diamond made by two hands coming together. That is your target. And sometimes and, it's a 60-yard throw. And you have to do that with large men. How six? I know these guys are large. Oh no, I mean defensive ends. He's you know easily like six three to six eight. Like they're basketball tall, basketball tall. And it, but with the weight, though, with the weight too, yeah, three hundred yeah. something, bro. I don't even know the weight, but I know that it's up there. Right. You just got full on refrigerators. Yep. Propelling towards you. Yep. At fast pace because they're quick too. Yep. I, yeah, so I don't know, but I, I just know that I love to watch a certain level of focus, especially when it is these table tennis things, mm -hmm. when it's not something that just takes abnormal, astronomical, just weird, otherworldly, alien fucking strength that right. only LeBron James has. Right. Okay, like, just, just focus. Mm -hmm. That's wild to me. That table tennis to me is just insane. So... The Chinese, they are so good at it that the finalists, like this year, I'm not sure how many, you know, other years, but at least this year, both finalists were from China. <laughs> they faced each other to wow. win. To win. So it's like. Either way, it's like, I mean, like, I want to win. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I want to beat you. But yeah. either way, <laughs> we, bring, <laughs> we bringing it home. Um, That's got to feel good. The Chinese are also dominant in diving. They are the mm. best. They are the best. You know what's really funny is I'm low. I how oh, unpatriotic is it to say that there's something in me that wants China to win things? <laughs> Why? Because I know that Americans are being stupid and like, fuck China. Listen, <laughs> it was just the year after Corona mm. really took the world by storm. Mm. Everybody, a lot of people hate China about mm. it. Whatever. Yeah. Stop Asian hate. But a lot of people really do feel this way about yeah. China as a whole now. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of want China to, and how funny is it too that China just didn't skip, didn't miss a beat. Nope. Nope. Like Corona went over there, hit hard, first place, mm -hmm. dominating the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Don't care that didn't. We did not. We did not skip a beat over here. We are good. We are strong. We are healthy. We are. We are organized. We're ready to go. So another thing I want to point out is skateboarding. Had mm. two people this year. I haven't seen any recently. Win gold medals like age 12, 13. Wow. Like, isn't that like crazy? Like to be that dominant in a sport at that age. I think skateboarders are usually the younger ones. I yeah. mean, well, a lot of people are young, but that but 12. Yeah, like 13 years old winning gold medals. Yo, you pulling up to your event and a 12-year-old pulls up next to you <laughs> and like that's your competition. <laughs> And they beat you? <laughs> oh, 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 man, that's just rough. So, certain things yeah. are just a younger man's game. It's just a younger person's now, game. Now, peep this. Um, beach volleyball. Women, specifically. Do you know they get reprimanded for not wearing, like, those skimpy-ass bikinis? Like, they're not allowed to not wear those. 
they get in trouble. And that's just the craziest. Like, see <laughs> what this is. The, and I just did. I just did. I talked about this on parallels. I just talked about how this world is just made up. Like, mm-hmm. like this, like this world. If you really get into it, this world is made up. Mm-hmm. We made up a bunch of things through time, and now we walk through life like this is reality. Mm-hmm. But this is just the reality that we agreed upon. Yeah. This shit, none of this is real. Like, you can change rules around things. Can, you can. be changed. Like, it, you can do what you want to do. Yep. Really, I mean, well, within some boundaries, but the boundaries are still they were man made. Mm-hmm. What rule, what policy is that? We just got done with the marijuana policy and how it's not in the, the sport of, it's not in the spirit of sport. Is not wearing a skimpy bikini, well, I don't, skimpy, I mean, don't get me, not wearing a bikini for a woman in, against the spirit of the sport. I guess so. Now, don't get, me, don't get me wrong. I'm not, these aren't like G-string thong, like they're sports, you know, bikinis, but they're bikinis. And I guess some women out there prefer, maybe they just wear some fitted shorts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some, some fitted athletic shorts, something right. like that. But they get reprimanded for not for for not wearing them, and it's just what like does when, reprimandation look like though? I I don't even know uh, what that exactly means. Reprimandation, yeah. Like, what are you really gonna do to me that 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 I can't take to the media today? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you gonna if I come sit down in your office? What are you gonna tell me, a woman? Like, it, and what I what sort of skin it is I have to show so I can go ahead and take this to the media? Real, give me a story real quick. You go ahead and you give me a story that I can go get ran on all social media right, right now. That's like that's that's absolutely insane. Jesus. Let's see. Uh, women's beach handball athletes are required to wear stupid ads. Wear bikini bottoms with a maximum side width of 10 centimeters, smaller than the size of an iPhone. Um let me see. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find some recommendation. Um, it's got to. <laughs> what? Hold on. <laughs> for all the Olympics to for all, for all the Olympics do, for all the Olympics do to highlight the success of female athletes. Each cycle, they spotlight the vestige. I'm sorry. I'm gonna fuck this. Vestiges of sexism baked into the sports and frequently athletes' uniforms. If there was any, if there was any kind of advantage to having little fabric, the men would be wearing them too," said Charlene Weaving, the professor and chair of human kinetics department of Saint Francis Xavier University in Canada. Okay. Uh, if there was any kind of biomechanical advantage, then the men would be wearing being speedos, but they're not. Why can't Why can't it just be performance wear? Those rules impact how we view women athletes and how they view themselves, and it just becomes so entrenched and the culture of the sport that athletes don't even fully understand what's happening. Uh, so they're talking about how unfair it is, but they're not telling me about the the reprim- reprimands. Um, blah, 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 blah. And so this is and so this is my thing because the, what they're really highlighting is that we're all nasty people. <laughs> like we we should have more more open conversations about just how nasty we are as people. Fines. There are fines. There are fines. They get fined for not... Okay. In a statement after the Norwegian players reported the fines, the IHF said it would take all efforts to promote the sport and added that this includes the ideal presentation of the sport and by that includes the outfit of the players. We would like to emphasize that we are aware of the global discussion surrounding these uniforms and appreciate any feedback from the community. Right. 
Sure. Sure you do. But yeah, apparently they can okay. be fine. Okay. All right, let's let's call it let's call it let's call it what it is. We're nasty people. <laughs> oh, let's just I like we got to just start being honest. We are an, a nasty race of people. And we objectify women mm-hmm. at every point that is allowed. And you are give you're doling out fines to women that want to wear more fabric Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you know that if we don't because if we cover up Mm -hmm. more people are not going to want to watch this Mm -hmm. not the same amount of people are going to want to watch this because a lot of the people that watch this are nasty there's a nasty element to it Mm -hmm. an element of i want to see some boobies flop around I want to see a little bit of ass cheek peeking out. Mm-hmm. That's what I watch beach volleyball for. Yep. Because if it's not beach volleyball, then they don't have to wear that. Is it's only beach volleyball? Um, I think it's just beach. Weaving said since see? its inclusion starting in 1996, beach volleyball has emphasized a beach party culture. The women's bikini uniforms play into that, while the men wear shorts and a tank top. So it's for the culture, Earl. Oh, it's my for the culture. gosh. Look at what we allow ourselves. The world is so stupid. Do you know <laughs> that? Do you do you realize that the world is stupid and that just anything can It's for the culture. It's for the culture. Of course. It wouldn't be beach volleyball if, if we didn't if see the, no ass if, cheeks. If, if the on, ass man. cheeks weren't out. It wouldn't even be beach, beach oh volleyball. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I didn't think about the ass cheeks. Okay. <laughs> like, remember that that football league, that women's football league? It was like lingerie league? Yeah. That's not yeah. a thing anymore, right? I don't know. I never watched it. There's that no show. way that lawn, the lingerie league is still a thing. But what I do know is I thought, I mean, clearly they thought that they had a gold mine <laughs> just, just on their hands. Like, oh, my gosh, what if we just get women to play football, <laughs> but we make it nasty? And to be honest with you, I really think that anything that you do like that is going to, I think a lot of what it drives us are lascivious, lustful mm-hmm. points, mm-hmm. right? That's what drives us. The Extreme Football League, previously known as Legends Football League, is an American women's tackle football league with, with games played during the spring and summer months in arenas and stadiums. Oh, the league was originally founded in 2009. Oh, this was, hey, shout out 2009 as the Laundry Football League, the LFL, and later rebranded as the Legends Football League in 2013. So they had, <laughs> they had to rebrand it because they're like, ah, right, we're getting too nasty. <laughs> like, lingerie isn't going well. The, the, the polls are telling us this isn't going over well with so many people. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they just run around. It just, yeah. Oh, jeez, Louise. Everybody listening to this, please just look up the Laundry Football League. Yeah, yeah, if you don't already know. Yeah, just ass cheeks out. The padding. That's another thing. That's fucked up. Women can't even have proper, they, they can't even have proper padding. How are you supposed to have a whole, <laughs> how are you supposed to have, like you can't play. Abdomen you can't, all out. You, you can't have. <laughs> A football league in which it's full tackle, but just ass cheeks, abdomen out. Like you just got shoulder shoulder pads, but everything else is exposed. 
Nasty. Bro, yeah, yeah, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, I listen. I listen. I'm with women on this one. I'm about to start fighting with the women because <laughs> we got some things. That, we got some things to fight for. This is this is absolutely ridiculous. It's at, absolutely a Euro- ridiculous. at a European Beach Handball Championship in Bulgaria, Norway's female team was fined 1,500 euros, was about 1,700 dollars U.S. for what the European Federation called improper clothing and a breach of clothing regulations. The rules stipulate that women must wear bikini bottoms while men wear shorts. Well, that's, was, the, that's the spirit of the sport. That's what you. That's what everything that you said speaks to. What they believe or what they have deemed the spirit of yeah, the sport. Yeah. The, the, what Get I, naked. What I'm wearing. What I, I was going to say. What I'm wearing. What I'm reading uh, came out probably like two weeks ago. So this this happened very recently. Jesus. Yeah. So. Bunch of nasty motherfuckers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a bunch, yeah, just a bunch of nasty people. That's 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 just what that's what this world is. <laughs> you, you follow the money, follow the nasty. They're gonna take you to the same people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's crazy. All right, well, what do you guys? You got some for sports? Are we are we uh, done with sports? Um, everyone's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's people all are got. amazing, doing amazing things. Try to try to get the focus. The the one that I recorded this morning that will be that will be coming out, um, is all my thoughts on potential. Okay, and and I had. You know, actually, I'll talk to you about it a little bit because I'd like to know. I should probably integrate some of the things that I do alone on the podcast into our podcast together. Just every once in a while when it <laughs> seems like it, right? Okay. Um, I'm talking about potential. I'm talking about people realizing mm-hmm. their potential mm-hmm. and what that means. And I, I, I want I want your, your your take on this. I said, "Fuck it, I'm not going to read from that per se, but I'm just going to read. I'm just from my mind. All right, just imagine circa 2050. There is this state of the art machine that comes out. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can go to your local Walgreens, your CVS, any pharmacy like that. Get this procedure done. You mm-hmm. go there. There's like a long capsule." That you can step inside. Mm-hmm. Door shuts. You're like nice colors start going, and your favorite music or podcast is played. Your favorite your your favorite fragrances are dispersed. Okay, you're mad comfortable in there, right? Okay, it's not padding. It's, it's good. It's a good place to be. All right, ten minutes. What's also happening in there is some inconspicuous blood work being drawn from you, as well as some very advanced neural image scanning. All right. At the end, you get a printout. It tells you. The sort, the available potential that you have tapped into mm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. And if for any reason it said that you would reach like 60% of your cognitive expansion and 40% for fitness, which is average of 50%. Okay. How would you feel about that? I would feel like I missed out on a little bit of something. You you missed out or okay, it also comes with a, a roadmap of sorts that tell you that give you recommendations, suggestions on how to better these things. Okay. Does now now answer. Now go. Um Do you care? I mean you care because you went to some yeah. degree, like you wanted to know. Yeah. But the the point I'm getting at is I find it interesting that that you're even thinking about it right now. Because mm-hmm. If we're, well, you we're, asked we're, me. I we're, think about it. Right. No, no, no. I mean, just thinking about whether you would care about 
getting the printout and like what that uh, would mean for you. Okay. Because that means that we need some sort of concrete machine to tell us that we haven't reached our full potential. Uh, Even though we know good and damn well that we have not reached our full potential. Uh-huh. But yet we don't try to, we know day by day, every single person listening to this has done some things this day mm-hmm. that was not best for, to, in, the, in the road to becoming their optimal self. Right. We know these things, but yet we choose to do them, not do them regardless, mm-hmm. right? Trying to get to our Olympian sort of self, whatever that version is of yourself, right? we just dismiss it. right? And I'm trying to figure out if people would care if I could actually give you a printout and show you, because you might think that maybe you're giving it your all, or this is sort of your potential, uh, but, if, but if I could show you- You think that'll backfire? If I think it could be. I think it could be a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think. I think that it could. I think that someone could be like, "Oh shit, I've only been working at thirty percent." That could be. Wow. I really. When I was first playing guitar, I watched John. I watched John Mayer play at the Pink Pop Festival. I forget what year this was. He was playing the song "Gravity." He tore that guitar solo to shreds. I was like, "This is amazing." He set the guitar down. On the, he started playing it behind his back. He put the guitar down on the ground. He started playing it like it was like a piano or something like that. He was creating crazy sounds, and he was a, a wild showman, and it sounded fantastic while he did all this crazy yeah. stuff. And I was playing guitar at the time. I thought, I'm going to put my guitar down. I don't want to do this anymore. Wow. That's because he, I was looking at something that was so great. I thought, I can't do that. Did John, John Mayer... Made you quit playing the guitar. Well, he made me pick up the guitar and to some degree, but but I didn't stop that day. I just wanted to stop, but, oh, I, but okay. I continued on anyway. Okay. But he could have. A weaker-minded person right. would have done that. Right. Someone with not so much of a constitution would have broken down and said, I'm not picking it up anymore. Uh-huh. The point is, if you could see, because I think it is a problem that people try to equate their greatness to someone else's. So you say... Oh, well, they can do all that because they were born with that gene. Like, that's just them. Like, they're, mm. they're amazing. Okay. I can't do that. But if I could show you, if I could give you a printout and maybe give you like a 15-second video of what the best version of you looks like, mm. how they talk, how they move, like what they're doing, and you could see a video of you, but it was a way better version of you, mm. like, would that, would that do it? I think that that would certainly motivate me. Okay, because long? because you know that it can actually happen. Yeah, you saw this yeah. vision of yourself. Yeah, that I mean, doesn't that doesn't really look it's like, like you. predicting it, the future. Ye, well, it a possible future, a possible future, a possible future. Yeah. If you decide to adhere to this roadmap, yeah. that will help get you there. Yeah, because as I say on there, a map, although helpful, does not transport you to the destination. No. No. I like that. That's pretty good. Right. So, listen, everyone's great. We've been talking about a bunch of great people here. They're going through a bunch of stuff. Women can't wear what they want to wear. We got to fight that. Everybody, we got to fight that. That's crazy. Well, don't We're nasty, guys. Some some of the women don't mind wearing the bikinis. No, they, no, they, I'm certain of it. Yeah. And guess what? If you want to wear it, that should be an option. Exactly. That's what we do. We make exactly. it an option. Exactly. But if you don't want to do that, and there's no reason, really, aside from... It fucks up our sport. Right. It fucks up our vision of what the sport was and where it came from. 
we gotta sure sometimes i'd much rather people just look me in the face and say earl i'm a traditionalist that's why i do this thing this way (laughs) i i i swear so many times i'm talking to people and the reasoning behind why they do certain things is never good they're afraid of being judged for those things even if it is just a traditional you know what i'm saying i think they're i'd much i'd much rather you stop trying to give me a real answer. Mm-hmm. Just tell me that you like the coziness of doing something the way that you've always seen it done. Mm-hmm. That you're a creature of habit mm-hmm. and you don't want to break out of that. Mm-hmm. Just tell me, just tell me that you're a traditionalist in that sense, and that is why you do it. Yeah. But don't try to give me a better excuse as to why they have to wear bikinis. Yeah, don't make something up on the spot. Don't tell me about the spirit of the sport, and that's why you can't smoke weed. Yeah. Right. Don't don't tell me that. The like, spirit of the sport. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Get again, all these people, here. all these people are amazing. They're doing amazing <laughs> things. Uh, uh, you know, shout out to all of them. Best to all of you. Um, but we got to get better too, as people. We gotta we gotta focus. Yeah. We gotta get that level of focus. Yeah. Because just imagine how good, how great you could become at something if you focused on it. Yeah. If you if you really reached God level focus, if you learned how to do that. Time times energy equals focus. Bro, that's what, yo, matter of fact, now that you brought that up, I will read one thing. I said, I, I said, uh, where, where are we at? I said, I said, I said, I said, time. It's all too often that we dismiss ourselves from our own greatness because greatness seems in and of itself to be esoteric, rarefied, coveted, mm-hmm. right? They can do all of that amazingness because they were born with a gift that I don't have. Could that be the truth sometimes? Absolutely. Do you know what else could also be possible? It could be that these shining achievers of the world house a completely different framework for exemplarity. Innate talent, which everyone has Mm -hmm. to some degree. I don't know what it is, Mm -hmm. but innate talent plus unwaveringly consistent hard work equals the increase, the augmentation of the potential percentage tapped. Mm-hmm. Had a little equation in there. Easy. And <laughs> I say potential, and I say available potential because I feel like the, to a degree we've all lost potential. Yeah. There were certain things that we just, you know, you can look on your phone right now and it will tell you the the battery power. And it will also tell you, if you go to your settings and go to battery, it will tell you, when your when your phone says one hundred percent, what it really means, hmm. because if you've had your phone for a while and you're the type of person to charge it up overnight and corrode the battery, because right. that's the way electricity works on a battery, right? Then through time, your battery gets worn, right? And so when your phone says one hundred percent, what it's really saying is eighty eight percent, something like that, depending on how. And then through time, you realize you got a phone and that it only stays charged for a couple of hours. Right. You got to keep it on a charger, right? That is paramount because if, if, if that's the case, then there are probably a whole lot of percentages of potential that we had to begin with yeah. and we, were, we did not take advantage of them early enough along, right? Our parents didn't do whatever the fuck they were supposed to do to excite and exacerbate and draw out that potential 
And so there was some potential along the way that was just lost. Probably just you probably lose a little bit of the potential every day that you don't try to tap into it. Right. A, a little you don't just use it, little, you lose it. Just a little potential every day that you ain't tapping into that. That's a little bit of what I had to say. The people, if they listen to the podcast before this one comes out, they know what it is, so I'm not going to get into it all. But it's interesting to think about because we all could be a lot greater, right. like so much greater mm-hmm. than we are mm-hmm. because Definitely. we just settle for mediocrity Definitely. In, in a lot of things. But I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we didn't have, we don't have true believers in ourselves. We don't have people that are telling us that they believe in the things that we can do. Mm-hmm. Right, it's a little bit of the flower giving problem that we have. Right, um, I believe that people that do tell you you can do some shit a lot of times be lying. They know that you suck at something. They just let you go off and do it anyway because they don't have the balls <laughs> to tell you that you actually suck. So you run around and you're one of the various people on American Idol singing a song that you should not be singing. Ah. You are just trash. Um, yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of different reasons. You're being biased with the data that you could take from your daily, your day to day life, mm-hmm. thinking. Oh, I can achieve this thing because like yesterday I did this, but yet yesterday that thing that you did really has no connection with this thing that you think you can do. Right. Like just, um, you know, just biased data that you're drawing. It's a lot of reasons why people don't achieve potential, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting thought. It's an interesting thought. <laughs> we should get on to the last thing. I All think right. it's our last thing. Yes, it is our last thing. Cause All we're right. at an hour 50. Damn. Let's get to it. All right. The question. Yes. Okay, so you did this. Yes. For a second, I thought I was about to say this, and you were like, oh, what no, are you I, talking about? I did it. The question from our from the leader of our fan base. <laughs> <laughs> our fan base. <laughs> oh, man. Let me tell you, she's she's a spunky one. <laughs> uh, she's a spunky one. She's got a lot of energy. If I remember anything about it, it's not has not changed. She's got a lot of energy. Right. Thank you so much. It's, it's fantastic. All right. The question being, what was the question? The question was, like your favorite. What thing. is your favorite thing about yourself? Right. Okay, right. let's try to do this as as humbly as possible, right? Because when people ask this question, a lot of times people don't ask. They don't like the question. They hate the question. Tell me about yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a number one hated question. People mm-hmm. don't know where to start. They don't know if if they're supposed to start about something that actually matters because you might not actually give a shit in the moment I can read on your face that you don't give a shit about this thing I'm really passionate about. And I'm talking about, I'm going to feel really insecure and then I'm going to stop talking about it, which is going to make it really awkward that I stopped talking about this thing when I had such fervor going into it in the first place. Right. It's awkward. Right. Do I talk about something that's like, kind of humbling <laughs> right something i'm not good at but then now you just think that i'm like trash so like maybe i shouldn't do that mm-hmm. like what's the balance between cool things about myself and bad things about myself that make mm-hmm. me seem like a humble but like, competent human being mm-hmm. it's a lot of different stuff what is the favorite your favorite thing about yourself Keon? my favorite thing about myself is my generosity okay so we're generous all right Tell, um, tell us and the reason it. I say that is because I'm generous with my personality. I'm generous with my time. Okay. I'm, all right. Generous with the personality. Stop mm-hmm. here for a second. Okay. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> what, what? I think that there's a lot of different types of people in this world. Okay. I'm on board. I think that I'm one of those people that's just, I'm, I feel, I'd like to say that I'm just generally a good person. You know okay. what I'm saying? If we're, if we're going to break it down to just two very blanket 
words, right. good and horrible, I'm on the good side. I'm on the good side. I'm good, good, side. good guy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or at least I try to be. Yes. Anyways. Yes. Uh, generous with my time. I'm always willing to help someone out. Or, you know, I don't mind going out of my way yeah. to, to do anything for anybody. You know what I'm saying? If, if it doesn't, you know, fuck my entire being up. What's really funny about what you're saying is I was having a conversation with the, about you the other day with a couple of our friends. And we were talking about the other guy that you remind us of. <laughs> he came secondly, so I guess he, he reminds us of you. Okay. But I was, when I was talking about one of the main differences, I was saying the, the, the thing, the reason why we can't hang out with the person from before that way is really because they just weren't as solid. <laughs> I can trust that when I sit across from you, Keon, mm. that you're not going to look in mm. my eyes and give a blatant lie. No. You know, and you know what's funny is <laughs> I was I was having this conversation with someone the other day, too, that, that lying is so interesting to me because <laughs> so many people do it, but to such a degree that people are just used to people lying mm. to look someone in their eyes. Know what you think is is the best version of the truth, mm-hmm. right? I'm not saying your truth. I'm not saying that thing, but just the best version of what you think is truthful, right? And in consciously stating otherwise <laughs> is just like a wild, that's a wild thing to do. Habitual. Yeah, that is that is absolutely insane. So I can I can trust that I can look I can look at you and have a conversation with you and you're not doing that. You're not just looking at me and saying lies. Just saying things. Yes, just, just saying words to me. Just, uh okay, what's 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 gonna sound good to him right now? Right, exactly. I know it's not I know it's not correct. It's not the way I, I feel about anything, right. it's not the way I, this is not my understanding of the matter, <laughs> but this is what I'm going to say to him. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm just glad you're, I'm glad that you're that person. Yeah. Yes. I, I try to be, um, but yeah, man, I'm just like, what I shout out gener- to my other homie, <laughs> uh, generous <laughs> with my personality, uh, my time, um, you know, most of the time with my effort, I, I, okay. W- w- right. When you're not procrastinating. Yes. When okay. I'm not procrastinating. Okay. okay. Um, when, when I get into something I really fucking like, you'll know it. Okay. You know it very well. Um, but I, you know, I just think I just want generosity. I try to break it down to into a few more specific things, but I think that's my favorite thing about me is is my generosity. I'm not going to give you any bad vibes, right? Ever, like you're not going to feel that way about me. I'll get mine out of the way real fast. It's simply, <sighs> you know, and I had a hard time with this because I actually really love myself. So I was just really I was just really thinking about the components that come together to 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 make who I am. Um I am just very weird and okay. I like it. Okay. I just I was ha- I was having a drink the other day. I was holding on to this big bubba that I have, this like 64 ounce fucking container or whatever. It's called a bubba. I got, it, I got it. I got it. I got it from no, from a Kentucky. Drink of what? Well, that's the thing. So, I mean, most people just carry water in their water canteen container right. things, right? You just it, water. People call them water bottles. Okay, right? You just put water in. Now, I have water in mine, but 
I, I was at a friend's house and I was pouring what was in it inside of a glass to, right. to drink it out the glass. Okay. And I was pouring it. And as I was pouring it, they were like, what the fuck is coming out of that? <laughs> because it was like the, a lavender color. Mm-hmm. And there were, a bunch, there were just a ton of fruits pouring out. It was a sangria? <laughs> well, see, so that's okay. See, so we're getting closer. So here's the thing. When I was drinking like that, Sangria was my shit. Right. I would love sangria. I love sangria. Well-made sangria, Mm -hmm. definitely at the top of my list. Okay. These days, I drink sparkling water. That is the base of it. That is mostly what is going on. Mm -hmm. Sparkling water, a splash of pineapple juice, a splash of pomegranate juice, Mm -hmm. Lemons, limes, oranges, muddled cherries, cucumbers, and jalapeno slices. Mm-hmm. This jalapeno is, slices. Yeah, you, yes, yes, you heard that. Jalapeno slices. These are my. What are you trying to look up right now? Are you trying to play me? No. What's going on? No, I was just going to tell you that um, when I was in Miami, um, me and my lady went out to eat, and we never, we never order sparkling water. But this time, I decided. We were gonna have sparkling water, and that shit was good. It was just really just good. the sparkling water on by itself, just the strength of the water, yeah, the, the, just, the, was, just the strength was, of the carbonation. I was drinking it, and I was like, "Wow, we never get sparkling water." But this is amazing. This is really good. Uh, like I drink, step out I drink box. sparkling water like at home. We have this brand of sparkling water that we really like. But is it called Lacroix? Is it Saratoga? No, it, it's not. It's not called Lacroix. It's mm, called. Um, it's not Perrier. You losing me. No. I'm be honest with you. You, <laughs> but if it, anyways, they came, they came over drinking. with a big bottle of um the San Pellegrino. Okay, which San I, Pellegrino. Okay, I never ordered that. Yes. and we ordered it this time. That shit was good. It was really good. Point I'm getting at is not necessarily about this drink. Okay, and all these wild things pouring out of it. All right, it's just the fact that this person said to me, "They're like, you know, like you're so weird, like, and it's." <laughs> And it's on every level. That's how you know you're a real eccentric. Uh-huh. Because everything about you is just, it's its customized. Did you dice the jalapenos yourself? I sliced like, them. I sliced the jalapenos. What made you put the jalapenos in it, though? You know, I don't really know. I just knew it get a little spice. In and your- I knew that when I get done with the whole drink, I eat all of the fruits that were left in there. Mm. All right. I like jalapenos. I like lemons. I like limes. Like I eat the, I eat them. I don't eat the, the, the rind. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, the outer. But mm-hmm. I eat everything else. All right. Orange, muddled cherry, cucumber, right. jalapenos. But yeah, it's just on every level. And the more I'm able to step outside of myself, and in the clinical psychologist I like a lot, he he admonishes people. I shouldn't say admonish. He suggests that people look at themselves as though they're someone that they don't know. Like, try to observe yourself from a step back and see the, the things that you do, the little idiosyncrasies and things like that. Okay. It's very interesting to watch yourself like that because it this weirdness, this particular particularity that I have truly is built into everything. Right. I've truly just thought so much about everything that makes my life what it is, and I like tweak it a little bit to make it. Earlified, a little weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I want, I want this to be mine. Like I don't want to do this. It's not weird enough. Yeah, like let's see where this goes, and then oh, too okay, too weird. Let's yeah. let's <laughs> let's crank it back a little bit. Now I know 
my potential. Yeah. Now I know exactly just how far I'm willing to go, exactly just where my boundaries are. But right. you, you don't know them until you try them out. Right. So yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at with that. It's just it's just my weirdness in that uh, my spontaneity. This mm-hmm. was all about this was about spontaneous uh, spontaneous reactions. Mm-hmm. It's just I I, I always surprise myself mm-hmm. as well as others, and that's interesting for me. Mm-hmm. That that's that's really interesting. For me. Yes. So I, I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, that's that's all. That's all I got for the people, man. What what are your last words for the people so we can um, wrap this bad boy up? I got work in the morning. Me too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just picking up a shift, dude. I'm just that's why. Okay. I, that's why, yeah, I'm just picking okay. up a shift. Um, I'm often cheap, um, <laughs> but there are some things in this life that I can't be cheap about. I was just telling you about how I paid the extra for the sparkling water and it was amazing and don't i hear it helps with your digestive system does it that's okay. what i hear if you needed another perk like if you needed a buff on okay. top of you okay. just liking the carbonation I'm, I'm gonna be corny here real quick don't cheap yourself out of life by being cheap <laughs> no you didn't no we we got it <laughs> we, <laughs> We we got it. You didn't have to throw the last cheap on it. We 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 got the play on words. We, we understand. We understand what you're doing. Uh, my words to the people, and, and this is sort of just a continuation again on to my potential. We talked about a lot of greatness here today. We laughed at a lot of people. <laughs> Try to find your greatness, people. Try to find your great. We're not saying. Listen, I don't believe in all of you to be Olympians. <laughs> I don't believe in all of you to go off and just be. Just even find this greatness that I want you to find. But if there's, but sometimes you talk and just every now and again, someone listens mm-hmm. every now and again, somebody reads through the jokes or they, they like the guy told us today, they come for the jokes, but then they stick around for some of the introspection and some right. of the deep, you know, thought provoking things every now and again, somebody listens. Mm-hmm. So I will say, listen, most of us as human beings will be mediocre. That's just what it is. That's what average is. That's what mediocrity is. Exactly. But some of us will be able to be great things at great things. Mm -hmm. And you just don't know whether you could be in that class of people or not. So try. Yes. Just try because we don't have this capsule at Walgreens that you can walk in and figure out exactly how to be better with all. Even though there are ways, listen, if you need me to, to write you, if you need me to be a life coach, I can probably talk to some people. Life coaches, hilarious thing. I can probably hang around somebody for a week and then tell them how they get their fucking life together. Yeah. Like, it, I don't really, it doesn't really take like, you, we don't even need this pod. Like I can come, this pod, this capsule, I mean, this pod we need. Yeah. I could go around and let people know, hey, put, put the honey bun down. Put that honey bun with with the Twix and the bacon in between the other honey bun that you're about to melt in the uh, microwave. Put that down. That's, that's a crazy. Sh- that's a sugar pie. They were doing that down in Lewisburg. RJ told me about it when he was playing football down there. That's crazy. Sugar pie. Texas honey bun, Twix, bacon. Put the honey bun on top. Microwave 25 seconds. You good to go. No, you're not. <laughs> right, exactly. Go. So don't do that. It just sound like a heart attack. Put that down. You know what I mean? Go get a salad and get a salad with some chicken in it, some shrimp in it. You know what I mean? Throw some mm-hmm. stuff. Get your proteins. I'm not saying. Listen, I'm reasonable. Mm-hmm. But find your greatness. 
Hey man, shout out to my boy RJ from Mountain Net TV. <laughs> and also showing up to the moving date of our friend five hours late. But anyway, <laughs> all right, yeah, that's all we got for you today. Uh, thank you so much. Episode 74. Woo! Wow! That's three quarters of the way to a hundred. Well, almost three quarters. Yes. <laughs> Peace!